0: Well 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 it is Monday night. It has been a beautiful day. Did you get outside today? I sure hope so. While you consider whether or not you got outside today, let's give a listen to my buddy Rob Curry and the Curry Brothers playing us in as always. Take it away, Rob Grey Gun, the theme of the show, available on the EP. We are the Curry Brothers. The link is in the description. Hey, I'm just looking at the waveforms that my voice is making on this here. DAW, as it's known, a digital audio workstation, and they look much better than they did last week. But you know what? Sound turned out okay anyway. But we got the gain turned up, and if you know what that means... You know a thing or two about audio. Anyhow, we are here. It is Monday night. I just want to get right into it. I'm not going to fill you in on anything. Told you it was a beautiful day, and if you didn't already know that, that means you didn't go outside and appreciate it yourself. It's not too late. Take the dog for a walk, you know. Just go for a walk on your own. Sky was clear. I could see Orion overhead as I came home. That was nice. Anyway, here we go. We're getting into this one. This By the way, I haven't shown it to you yet, but uh, if you're watching the video, you can see that is Tenacious Vexation Dark Lager from my friends and yours over at Rorschach, brewing conveniently located on my way home from physio. To be fair, conveniently located more or less on my way home from work, too. But that's also why I go to that physio. Um, Actually... That's why I started to. I continue going to see her because she's fantastic at what she does, and we are really having a go with this bad knee of mine. Uh, yeah, no. If I remember to discuss that later, I'll fill you in. I don't have a bad knee. I have a knee that has an injury. It's gonna get better. We're gonna make this knee better. I'm not an old man. Old men get bad knees. I just have an injury. Anyway, let's pour this. <laughs> Oh, tenacious vexation. Look at the color of that. The stream coming out of the can is like the color of coke or like a coffee. There's the old refrigerator right on cue. And my phone is telling me that the charging cable has been jostled. Come on, charging cable. Come on, baby. Uh oh. Well, well. This is making for some good podcasting. The refrigerator came on. My phone charger is not charging. Frustratingly. We're going to lose the Instagram machine if we're not careful. It does claim that that's charging. I'm just going to leave it alone and hope for the best anyway tenacious vexation let's get back to this we can race the dead battery if need be as noted that looks almost black in this lighting certainly when i hold it up to my bright light i can't see through it it's it's not that it's opaque i could see when i was pouring it uh, it's just that it's very dark <laughs> so it sucks up all the light and it is definitely dark brown bordering on black listed as a dark lager not a schwarz beer. But uh, definitely a very dark brown color with a nice tan head. You see that tan head? Yeah. I like the look of that. Let's let's see how it smells. Dark lagery, I hope. Oh man. It smells like coffee. Yeah. Like fresh roasted coffee and some chocolate. And uh. Some, what, what is that? There's a, a, a round fruity quality. It's almost a touch of something melony. In the coffee, if that makes sense. It's, it's as if there's an aroma in the coffee profile that's sort of cantaloupe almost. Definitely some chocolate. There's a woody quality to it. Hmm. Maybe some brown sugar. So like molasses y. But not quite like irony, not 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 like that part of the molasses. I think I get a bit of a sort of a leafy, maybe sort of spicy hop. I think. Anyway, let's taste it and see what happens. Hmm mm mm mm-hmm. That's very interesting. One second. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a very tasty beer. Um yeah, so as noted, coffee. Uh but but chocolate, but like cocoa-y chocolate, more bitter chocolate, um, not like milk chocolate. Definitely a woody quality, but not like it's been barrel aged. It's it's something coming off the malts. Uh, definitely. A, a, oh, yeah. Like it's a cornucopia of, of malt taste. Incidentally, that um, brown sugary molasses. You think pumpernickel. Think pumpernickel bread. Uh, that's what it's touching on. Um, yeah. Like whole wheat flour kind of sturdiness. Um None of that melony thing that I got on the aroma. I don't really pick up any of that on the palate. Great mouthfeel. Still fairly light bodied, but a, a nice creamy, um, uh, nice creamy uh, feeling to to the beer with a very assertive uh, uh, carbonation. And then uh, the finish, it, it be, as is befitting a lager, it's a fairly clean finish. That leaves you with a mix of, yeah, sort of earthy, slightly herbal uh, hoppiness, and also some cocoa bitterness. It's quite good. I'm trying to think how I would compare this. Oh, a bit of burnt sugar, by the way. Uh, How I would compare this to, like, a German dark lager. I'm trying to think of some that I've had. I mean, it's in the right range. It's maybe a little more assertively bitter on the finish. Um, The malts are all but gone by the finish. Nice, sweet, again, pumpernickel bread, whole wheat loaf, chocolate and coffee. That's all coming off of the, the malts. Um, and I suppose you could argue that that cocoa bitterness at the finish is is coming off the malt too, um, but a lot of those richer, sweeter uh, notes they're they're not present so much on the finish. It's it's quite a, as I say assertively snappy and bitter, um, which which is great. I think it's delightful. Uh, it makes it uh, what the uh, the insufferable beer folk would say a very moorish beer, which means you want more of it. Still such a it's one of those British terms that I think is actually really stupid. It's just so on the nose. I thought it had something to do with the Moors. But no, it's M-O-R-E-I-S-H. Moor-ish. Dumb. Anyway, it does... It's a beer that you could get through a lot of, I assure you. But with this very interesting, complex, uh, particularly malt profile and to a lesser extent hop, um... So yeah, you're not just crushing it. There's there's plenty to get into here, but uh, you don't have to uh, uh, you know you don't you don't have to write an essay about it. You'd be fine just crushing a few, but you'd be entertained the whole time. I'm feeling very entertained right now. I'm starting to think about what you might uh, like to eat with this, and it is an interesting question. Um, you know, you might have a tendency to think about something in the dessert range because of the chocolatey coffee ness. But again, because of that um, quite snappy, uh, bitter, hoppy uh, thing going on. I'm not saying don't, I'm just not thinking that that's necessarily the best venue. Uh, for that. This, as I often counsel people with porters and, and stouts, this is actually going to be a very good barbecue beer. Um, it isn't itself smoky. There's a little bit of burnt sugar to it, and then obviously coffee and cocoa are into that realm, but they're not themselves smoky. Um, but all those things are going to work really well with with uh, with a, a, a good traditional uh, barbecue. You could get some brisket, actually. Uh, beef, especially, might work really well here. And, and potentially something where you're not necessarily using a lot of sauce. Um, Sauce would be fine if you're having, you know, like ribs and a nice Kansas City style sauce on it. Nothing wrong with that. Um, But that sauce is going to be quite sweet um, with some tartness, which would be interesting because that isn't necessarily flavors that you're going to find in the beer. Uh, But neither is it necessarily kind of playing ball it's it's those are juxtapos- juxtapositional uh to i think possibly create a word uh again not a problem but uh yeah if you're gonna do this like beef brisket with this if that's the kind of thing you get down to i think you w- you would be you could do a lot worse you could do a lot worse if you don't eat meat like myself Honestly, this would be a really good burger beer, like if I'm doing a a, a veggie burger. For many of the same reasons, which is you're going to get um, some caramelization on the outside of that patty. The patty itself, um, they do a pretty good job now of making them quite fatty. It tends to be coconut oil, which is great. Nice, dense, similar to animal fat. Um, but yeah, that could work really well. And again, I like a lot of sauce on my burger, but if you... We're thoughtful and pick the right sauce It would be alright I say it would be alright Cheese is an interesting one here Mmm Something where the milk fat's getting into the, the Caramelly uh, territory um, So there's like some cheddars Or some like Even like a gouda or howdah if you prefer um, a, a, An aged gouda could work really interestingly well. It's only a spiced one, could be interesting here. There isn't really any spice to this beer. It's not like it's been made with Belgian yeast or something. But uh, I think that, that would be because it tends to be caraway in, in Gouda. Um, that, that actually could kind of bring out a, another layer. That could be interesting. Could work. Give it a try and report we'll back. This is Tenacious Vexation Dark Lager from Rorschach Brewing. This is a really solid beer. If you're thinking about it in terms of like, it drinks a bit like a porter, but with a, uh, a lagerier finish uh, a bit quicker, drier, cleaner finish doesn't linger the maltiness so much on the palate. Um, but a lot of things that you would expect to find in a porter, you're going to pick out in this beer. Obviously no yeast characteristic, um, because it's a lager. That's the point. Uh, But a very, very tasty, solid dark lager. really enjoy this. Not typically a beer I necessarily reach for on the reg, but uh, then I do, and I really enjoy it, and I think, man, I should get more of these. Godspeed makes a couple of really nice dark lagers, too. Czech style, not German. I'm also not even sure, actually. Let me read the package now, if this is supposed to be of a style. Brewed with a plethora, or a plethora, if that's how you pronounce it. You probably also say jiff. Uh, of roasted specialty malts oh hopped with saws interesting and fermented with our house lager yeast notes of chocolate yep coffee sure tasty caramel yeah i did say brown sugar i'll t- I'll by that and a hint of dark fruit now that's interesting i did hint at um something melony. I didn't so much get dark fruit but hey you know no one can tell you you didn't taste a thing because you tasted it. Uh, it's just maybe somebody else didn't taste that thing, and that's that's fine. That's fine. It's yours to enjoy. No report on if this is meant to ad- adhere to a particular national style or not, but, but I like it. I think it's tasty. I would buy that again. I, I very well might this weekend coming up. Uh, it is tasty. Oh, hey, we got some... Uh, uh, fungifago as Schwarzbier, isn't it? Technically just a dark lager. Uh, Schwarzbeers tend to be black, um, and I don't know if it's the way that they kind of do with porters, where if you use patent malt, it knocks you up into a different category. Um, but I, I wouldn't call this a Schwarzbeer. Also, Schwarzbeers don't tend to have um, necessarily smoked malt in them, but there's enough black malt that has a natural... Um, Sort of smoky, burnt quality to it that you get a sort of burnt, smoky kind of taste out of them. Um, again, it's not like a smoked beer, but it's it's a flavor that shows up in the in the mall profile. And this one doesn't quite hit on that. Um, you get close. Like I did mention, burnt sugar, so there's a little bit of that going on, but it's not. Uh, yeah, it isn't. It hasn't quite hit that level for me yet. Now that said. Uh, I mean, I've got the Oxford Companion right here. I could look up Schwarzbier and see what the notes say. Uh, I might be containing Schwarzbier into a tighter uh, category than it, strictly speaking, needs to be uh, kept in. Uh, But uh, but that would be my perception. Uh, And for the dark fruit figs, maybe Uh, often I, I don't personally get fig off of this myself Yeah, it's interesting on the nose. I gave it a little sniff there before that it. I'm not sure if it's just the, the taste is now in my mouth. And so I've got a little bit more processing power committed to it or what. I'd originally said something Melanie, I almost think. And, and then figs have kind of gotten into my head. I could maybe buy like dried fig or dried dates. Um, it's jammier um, and, and a bit sweeter Figs, I appreciate quite sweet, uh, but not quite like a fresh fig anyway. Uh, but in that range, yeah, I could buy into that. I could. Anyway, super tasty beer. Tenacious Vexation. Highly recommend. I like this. Uh, yeah, really notable just as I'm sitting here. Like a lingering bitterness. And it's it's funny because I've been drinking so much beer with sauce hops in it because of all the Godspeed stuff recently. My initial thought was that it smelled kind of saazy, and I thought, oh, no, I just, I'm clearly, I've programmed myself now to only taste sauce hops, but it turns out that's exactly what's in here, so that's a nice, nice touch. I, and actually, incidentally, having said that, not that Germans aren't allowed to use sauce hops, but they would tend to use Hallertau, uh, or something German uh the fact that this has Sas hops in it does make me wonder if perhaps it is meant to be a little bit more in that czech style like the tamavi lasik from uh godspeed etc who knows it is tasty though I like it uh Oh, OK. There's this person they're saying they, they often call dark lager Schwarzbeers. Good to know it's not necessarily that Schwarzbeer uh, in German literally means black beer. Um, Schwarz is the uh, the German word for black. Um, so Schwarzbeers are dark lagers, but not all dark lagers are Schwarzbeers. It's one of those. Um, and and again, I am saying this from memory. I, I What I've just said is definitely true. But the 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 range of space that Schwarzbier occupies uh could be wider than I'm giving it credit for. Um, because I always think in terms of specific beers. And because we don't have access to a lot of Schwarzbeers in Ontario, you kind of go, oh yeah, I know those is. It's like this beer or that beer or that beer. <laughs> it's like also it can be this beer that you've never had before that's kind of different. Um, and that would just be a limitation of geography. Uh, a German who spends time in Places in Germany where Schwarzbier is more uh, prevalent might have a wider understanding of it than I do. Uh, I'm, I can accept that. The key, of course, to a dark lager, dark malts, lager yeast, and, and it has been lagered, uh, which is to say aged or, or fermented slowly in a cold temperature uh, for, you know, four, six, 8, 10, 12 plus weeks, which helps remove the brewing by- byproducts from the yeast cleans it up as it were but that is that tasty beer available at rorschach brewing right now i know because i was just there uh but yeah tasty tasty beer they also have some killer ipas right now i got a glass on the go i had to put in the fridge in the kitchen to come and do this um has Nelson Sovin hops, and I can't remember the last time I had a Nelson-based beer. And then there's another one that I'm going to have. Oh, I had one with dinner that was a pale ale. I can't remember even all the details, but it was called, like, Cloud Break or something. It was very tasty. And then the the other one that I... Mm, mm, we'll see. Maybe I'm going to get to tonight. Might have to wait till the weekend. Um, it was a uh, 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 an oat IPA that's got some lactose in it, so it's going to be a hazy sweet boy oh I really hope I get to that tonight I'm excited by that one but we will have to see we will have to see I'm gonna have a sip and then we're gonna talk about rugby if you don't want to talk about rugby now's your time to step away so did you watch the six nations this past weekend friends because let me tell you I sure did. Actually, that's not entirely true. I only watched one of the three games. I did then watch the highlights from the other two games. The one that I watched was the best one, which was to say I watched Ireland and France, and Ireland just looked like they were playing a different sport. They just, they're unstoppable right now. I, I... There's nobody in the tournament that I think can hold a candle to them. And in the world, I mean, they are literally the best team in the world right now, and they look like it. They look like they could dismantle New Zealand. And it would be an interesting question with South Africa. South Africa plays a very physical, um, very attritional game of rugby. Um, Ireland can, and certainly like if Tag Furlong gets healthy and comes back, um, he can scrum and maul to the cow sheds and back. But at the moment he, he is out and I'm not saying that Ireland's game isn't founded in good defense and, and power. They've got both of those things, but those are not what their game turns on. Their game turns on just insanely fast balls out of the ruck, and just exploiting holes in the defense, that, which they create by, by having such fast ball. Um, and then on top of that, uh, their accuracy and their confidence is, because they're playing so well, just next level. They get into year 22, and you can see it in their mind. They're like, we're scoring here. We are scoring. This past weekend, they averaged four points per entry into the 22, which is a bit of a nausea kind of stat. But uh, to, to convert that, if you're thinking in terms of ice hockey, that would be like saying, um, well... So a converted tries worth seven points. So it's like half of that. We'll call it half for easy math. That would be like saying that every time a hockey team got inside the blue line, they got half a goal or every other time they got in, they scored. It's a lot. It's a a major stat. And it's hard to compete against a team that's that efficient, uh, that relentless. That said... It's absolutely magic to watch. Um, <laughs> it does make me feel better how handily they destroyed Wales last weekend. Uh, that said, Wales also um, did not fare so well against a Scotland team who maybe doesn't quite look at the Irish level, but looks like they're carrying a lot of that energy, confidence, precision, you know, low penalty counts and uh, and just quality rugby, which is lovely to see. Uh they they did a number on uh, on Wales this week, thirty five to seven I think or something like that. Flip from last week. Wales actually didn't look terrible in the first half, and to be fair, they didn't look too bad in the second half. Scotland just looked significantly better, uh, which, if you're a Wales fan, they shouldn't. But. Uh, is what's happened so we got to live with that and of course England and Italy uh Italy did score two tries but did not look the ascendant team that they looked nearly beating France last week looked more like a slightly better version of the Italy that we've come to know um that said England did not look particularly interesting or strong they scored some tries and Move the ball, but that flair, that creativity, that you would expect from a team with that kind of uh, that kind of pedigree and 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 what they look like on paper, um, they just didn't look interesting. Uh, and Bodes well for Wales to play them. We'll have to see, though. Don't want to overcommit and then feel really disappointed. The good news is going into this weekend, which is of course Family Day weekend. Also is what's known as a fallow week in the Six Nations. There are no games. Uh, I can't remember. Pre-COVID, you would get released and you could go back and play, or some players would get released to go back and play with their clubs. And they would just hope they didn't get injured. Um, I don't know if they're still doing that. They definitely didn't do it during COVID, because uh, you had to stay in a bubble. But uh, I'm not sure if they're doing that this week. But the point is, it doesn't matter. You don't have to watch rugby this weekend. At least you don't have to watch Six Nations rugby. Club rugby still available if you want to watch that. Fantastic. But uh, because because of Family Day weekend. No, not because of Family Day weekend. No. World rugby did not care about Canadian holidays when they were setting up the schedule. It just worked out that way. Uh, But uh, so, yeah, no Six Nations this weekend. Uh, which is good because I'm probably not doing the podcast on Monday because we're going north and I will be back. But at that point, I might just want a quiet night in, take it easy, relax. Uh, I don't, strictly speaking, have Monday off as a holiday, but I've taken it off. So uh, I actually have a four day weekend. Not bad. Personal days. Who doesn't love a good personal day or two? Um, But yeah, so I probably won't be back on Monday. But if I happen to rock up and have a beer to drink, I almost certainly will have stopped at Sawdust City at some point and uh, might have something interesting from our friend Sam. But if not, I will be back the following week. And I was looking, we are at episode 18 of season nine. That is saying something. I think my plan is I'm I'm off March break. And I think I will skip recording that Monday and we'll probably do a season reset there. I might skip the next week, too, because I'll just be coming out of holiday. We'll have to see. But that's the current working plan. We'll get into the low 20s and then we'll hit the reset button uh, and and start a new season. What changes? Nothing. It's just it's a mental thing for me more than anything. Uh, Also, it makes. Folders in my computer a little easier to manage, but there's only 20 or so episodes in them. If you get more than that, it gets really messy. So, you know, just little things. Anyway, uh, that is the game plan. No rugby this weekend, but the Six Nations will be back the following week. Uh, in the meantime, if all this rugby chat has got you interested in the sport and you'd like to play, as I mentioned last week, please go ahead and reach out to me. You can message me on Instagram or... There's probably some way to contact me through Facebook Uh, not Facebook. What am I talking about? YouTube. At the very least, just comment. Say, Hey, message me. Uh, I play for the best rugby team in the province and, uh, you can too. So if you're interested, let me know. We'll help you out. Even if you're a terrible player, there's room for everybody. So let me know men and women, by the way, male and female. You got kids interested. We got kids too. I can connect you with it all. If you are over the age of four and live in the city and you want to play some rugby, I can help you at Which is to say, I'll connect you to my club. They'll help you. Out. I'll just be the go-between. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. This beer is delicious. It is tenacious vexation. One more time from Rorschach Brewing right on Eastern. Not too far from my house, not too far from my physiotherapist. Oh, yeah, I was going to say the knee thing. I'll give you that and then we'll get out of here. We're almost at half an hour. Uh, I'd, I'd said she was fixing my bad knee and then I corrected that and said, no, she's fixing my injured knee. I am 42 years old. I'll be 43 in October. I currently have an injured knee that I injured last summer, like in July, I think. Uh, at the time, and and since then, I've been professing that it was a grade one MCL tear. We're starting to wonder if maybe it was a bit more. <laughs> at the time, I didn't get any scanning done because it didn't seem that bad. Um, actually, I had a physio and a chiropractor both tested. And by a physio, I mean my physio, who I see regularly, uh, both tested it and agreed at the time. Yep. There's a tear. It seems to be a grade one. There's no knocking. There's nothing concerning. We'll just rehab it and work from there. But it has been problematic for a few months, uh, with some range of motion issues, uh, some stiffness issues, some aches, etc. And, uh, for a lot of guys who are 42. Uh, that might be the point when they go, well, I've, that's a bad knee. It's not going to get better. I'm not going to try and make it better. And, uh, it's just, I've got a bad knee now. It doesn't, I can still run, you know, I still work. I'm, I'm fine. I ride my bike. Um, I have a little bit of trouble crossing my legs, but, uh, that's about it there's a stretch that i struggle with on my left side because of that uh, range of motion but other than that it's it's pretty innocuous uh but that's also not good enough i am refusing to have a bad knee what i have is an injured knee and uh with concerted effort which is requiring a not insignificant amount of work on my part and a major amount of work on my physiotherapists part, including a lot of acupuncture and a lot of soft tissue work. Uh, we are fighting through, we identified some problems that were preventing it from healing properly and we fixed those. And in doing that, we've discovered some others and it feels a little bit like a game of whack-a-mole, but eventually we'll have whacked all the moles and the knee itself will get better and it will not be a bad knee, at least not yet. It might become a bad knee. I might do something else to it that will make it a bad knee. Uh, But at the moment, this is not, I'm not ready to concede to having a bad knee. It's just not my style. So we are working hard. And if you need a physiotherapist, my friend Katie Hawk at uh, One Academy, actually she has a practice on the Danforth too, much easier to get her there, I'm told, but that's not where I see her, uh, is just a wonder She is kind and considerate and incredibly well-trained and professional and uh, has been doing a lot of good work on my, well, a lot of my lower body, two broken ankles, torn MCL, ongoing (laughs) leg-based problems, and uh, yeah, I would have fallen apart a long time ago if it wasn't for her, so couldn't recommend her more highly. If this podcast had a sponsor, it would be Katie, Katie, who gets me home from work on Monday by fixing me on route and gets me safe into this chair with admittedly pretty decent range of motion in my injured knee right now. I want to say bad. It's not bad. I'm just injured. Anyway, uh, that's all we got there. Hey, speaking of people that I like that have done amazing stuff for me. Why don't you give a listen to this song? It is the theme. It is Link Ray Gun off of We Are the Curry Brothers from Rob Curry. And I'm assuming his brother or brothers. Maybe there's more than two. I don't know. I've only ever talked to Rob, but it is a banger. Every track on this record is a banger. And you can get it on the link in the description of this podcast. And I would highly suggest that you do i will be back in two weeks or maybe one but probably two and i will talk at you then until then you have a good night don't know why i went into yoda mode there for a second take care of each other be safe drink some good beer and we'll chat at you in a little while bye